to date. What if James Bond was a woman? Who cares, I guess? Why, <laughs> why did we talk about this? That's the cold open. It's yeah, the, and then we just cut everything about the Bond talk out. <laughs> it's, it's the podcast where we don't give a fuck if anyone listens. That was placebo. Take it easy, lads. Some people might think you're ladies. Welcome to the Boisterous Brothers or something like that. Damien, did you know that they're going to do a new Indiana Jones film? They're starting to film it next year. Isn't that interesting? And I don't want to kill myself. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting stuff. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, here here we were wondering if we were going to work it in a tournament. It has to be the first thing through the fucking gate. Well, we we could start again. Because, uh, Damien, did you know that they, they remade Ghostbusters a couple of years ago? It wasn't very well received. <laughs> really? Tell me more. Damien, what if... What, 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 what was that James Bond lass was a lass? Oh, I see. That, 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 was, that was what we said would be the topic of conversation this week. So, naturally, I have done my no- I've done my preparations and I have loads of things to say about Doctor Who. Damien, how many James Bonds were there? Um, at least 37. I meant how many people playing James Bond, but that's a good save. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to shoot myself in the foot, so yeah, it's it's 37, fucking hell. They're doing a new James Bond, is that what we're talking about? They're not doing a new James Bond. Why why are we on to this? Let's talk about fan art. Okay. I don't know if uh, art is the right word, uh, or fan. Um, So this this is the first piece of fan art that I think I ever received. Um, unless I did receive a stick drawing or something before. It's absolutely fucking magnificent. Um, it, it, it's a cross between me and Jack Black. Uh, stood st- <laughs> to a lava lamp that's full of cheese. Oh. <laughs> I, I, it's I, it's I, like if I, if I was as girthy as Jack Black, but Jack Black was as bald as I am. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's it's such a it's a weird decision <laughs> to kind of go with that kind of shape for you. I mean, I I would kind of describe you as a little bit more it's a bit more wiry than that, but they've just gone for the yeah. It's <sighs> it's fucking someone someone's assuming that I wear brown trousers. I think <laughs> it's not true. Well, I think you've you've kind of you know clarified for all your viewers what the, your 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 opinion of trousers is at this point. Sorry, I've I've had this image for a little while now. I've only just seen that it's kind of got a it's kind of got a mouth now. I don't know. I, all I saw was the scribbles, and I didn't actually see a mouth at all. And now that I've put the face together, it's 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 staring me down, and it's fuck it's it's kind of it's really creepy. There must be a company out there that I could send that to and say make that into a plushie. It does, it does kind of look like that, doesn't it? It looks like it's full of something. I swear to God, if they do that, I'm going to have at least fucking four dozen made. All right, and I've got them sent to you, and you have to fucking deal with every single one of those motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, well, let's go to the next one. This is uh, straight from Ringo Starr. Um, it's a, so it's a little one he did. It's a ringlet. So George and Damien, peace and love. <laughs> he got your eyeshadow just right, didn't he? Oh, that's beautiful. And my lips. <laughs> and your big banger in the mouth lips. Oh, hang on. What's what? 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 There is a. He's. I've got a swastika in my ear. Is that? Is that true? You got a little swastika in your ear. Who? Who'd have thought that Ringo Starr was a <laughs> secret racist? Is that what <laughs> they think of me? That's tainted it. Is that what they? Is that what people think? Like Damien's racist? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've definitely said a few off-colours things here and there but uh mm. i uh i don't oh that's devastating uh all right so this one is uh, is me and a lava lamp and i'm drooling on the lava lamp uh i've got like little jeremy beetle arms <laughs> 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 jesus fucking christ that is horrific that is horrific yeah oh what a special mind made that all right this next one is uh, is actual art from uh, from Rene, who's uh, someone I, I follow on Twitter and uh, does does lots of art for for various things. I think the first thing she did was uh, young ones art. So I, I appreciate that she does art that most people don't care about. Uh, not, not so much with young ones, but definitely with me. <laughs> it took a, took her a long time to do this. I feel and uh, well done. It's, yeah, no, it's, that that's it's brilliant. That's yeah, that's quite wonderful. It's quite nice to see something that this cl- someone's clearly picked up a pen and paper to kind of do properly rather than some of this fucking insane shit on fucking Microsoft Paint. 
Yeah, lovely bit of airbrushing now with uh, Thumbcat. <laughs> Naturally. Uh, there are a lot yes. of Thumbcats. I kind of, I feel like that, if, it, yeah, I feel like this would inspire a lot of people's imagination. Is there not loads? No. Oh, that's a shame. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't ch I don't check Twitter that much anymore. You know, it's it's funny because uh, we never reveal the results of the poll for which is worse, Facebook or Twitter, which is shitter. Um, and well, I'll be fucked if I'm ever going to look. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the next one is from the guy who sent the first one, Coops, whatever his name is, Kevin Smith official. And okay. It's, uh, it's oh a picture of me God. saying. Ghostbusters 2016 was a bad movie entirely because it didn't have a speed snorting Burgess Meredith. Which I think is a, I think is a <laughs> verbatim quote. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, that, that's probably the fucking case. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's a, that that's quote. a wonderful that's a wonderful likeness of you. I quite like. He's really captured your vascular nose there. <laughs> yes, yeah. well, most people don't notice as well. But both of my eyes are, are on the same, same side, side of my, of my head, <laughs> <laughs> and my Adam's apple is on the back of my neck. Oh Jesus, that's 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 a fucking nightmare. Hey, nice uh, goiter week, there. We've got Josh Dixon's lovely offerings. Um, Josh sent me these a few weeks ago, and I didn't acknowledge them. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking of send me, sending me anything, there's a good chance I won't acknowledge that either. <laughs> I think you're about to say there's a reason you didn't acknowledge it. No, I think oh, that's that, that's that's a loving portrayal of uh, of your likeness. Um, Very generous with the hair there, Josh. Thank you. Ah, uh, I would say. Also, so. he he really got my thick neck as well. <laughs> I have real trouble with with my thick neck. It's I have to get shirts tailored, otherwise I risk a lot of chafing. You got a nice big seventies kind of collar there as well. <laughs> yeah, you need to start yeah, wearing, like you know, wearing it a little bit more open. No, I, I I like it. I like the way the teeth change as well. Very <laughs> 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 funny. Um, next we've got a a a a, a low but. Uh, on the mark effort from Amy Dunn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you sent Michael Chicklets. <laughs> Looking very serene, saying hello, George. Oh my fucking god! Do you know what really sells it? The full stop after George, because it could be read any way without that full stop. <laughs> yeah, you full wouldn't stop, want any ambiguity, calm. would you? Pardon? <laughs> you wouldn't want any ambiguity, would you? No, we wouldn't. <laughs> Hello, Michael. I mean, they've clearly had something very specific to say here uh, with that choice of face. They could have gone with three separate likenesses with Michael Chiklis, but they decided that this this was the one that was going to paint my picture. <laughs> That's the face. <laughs> <laughs> Would you chew on Michael Chicklets? Oh. Would you get his gooey goodness? Oh my uh, this, this god! Next, next effort. I don't know who it's from. Could be from <laughs> an algorithm. <laughs> this is what I would look like if I was a poppadom in a golf hat. Oh my fucking god! Yeah. <coughs> Brilliant. So I, mean, I didn't realise until until recently that it is actually my eyes and mouth. Yeah, I, 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 I can kind of spot that. I definitely, definitely, you can definitely see the beard there. But I mean, I don't know. What's the context here? There's, 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 there's nothing. This just this guy just I, sends you this, right? Because it just no, feels I, like I, something. I, I said in a podcast, <laughs> I what if I was a poppadom with a golf hat? Oh, and well, and you know, there, there you go. Oh well, I, I think fortunate for ourselves. Fortunate myself, rather. I kind of forget that the forget the rubbish that we say. That's wonderful. Um, I would, yeah, I would say something like that couldn't be generated without a brief. But there you go. Um, okay, so coming up next, uh, it must be very boring to work in a sex shop because this guy sends me a lot of this stuff. Uh, this is from Max Corbel, uh, who who literally does work in a sex shop, I believe. Um, but if he and if he doesn't, uh, oh. Uh, uh, this is um, this is the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, <laughs> West Side Boys. Sierra Leone. The West Side Boys can have it. Commentary. <laughs> ne next, Max sends us a um, a litany of Jeremy Irons as the face behind the zap hands. <laughs> The the best one is clearly the, the the one with him with a monocle because that actually looks like it could be him. Yeah, that that's actually quite that's quite creepy. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know, the follow-up with a very happy Jeremy Irons is quite something as well. <laughs> very happy Jeremy Irons. He loves those hands. Oh, fuck it. I've, I've, I've scrolled on. What's that fucking... Funny. Jeremy Irons hates that fucking fudge, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeremy Irons wants that fudge. <laughs> Fucking hell, he's going to eat the shit out of that fudge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone say I'm going to eat the shit out of something. That's, that's a horrible thing to say, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so dumb, but it's magnificent. <laughs> it's, br- it's so dumb, it's brilliant. Uh, oh. Half a lemon. Mm. Half a, what, oh. would you use with the other, <laughs> what would you do with the other half? Oh, what... Oh. Why is he upside down? Oh dear! So if you're if you're listening to to this podcast and you're not watching it, <sighs> that sucks for you, I suppose. Uh, coming up next, um, Max draws the George Rockle Schmidt show. What if Damien was carrying me? I guess um, with my penis, apparently. Yeah, my my legs and slippers look like <laughs> your cock and balls. <laughs> <laughs> You got the right shade of pink there for the slippers. The cock and balls thing would make more sense because you're carrying me because I don't have any legs. <laughs> um, we've never said anything about a obese Santa naked on a on a horse, have we? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like with that Tim Allen uh, malarkey, we might have done. The um, that horse looks a bit like Big Boss from Metal Gear Solid to me. <laughs> Oh fucking hell! <laughs> Next, Max Max censors uh, friends the movie. Um, oh, is, this all, is this all from the same person? Is it? Yeah, all the all the last My ones. Good yeah, the God. one the one since the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, uh, friend friends the movie. Time for Tubby prolapse. <laughs> I I'm not I, I'm not enjoying Chandler in this picture. No, not, yeah, I was looking at that as well. I don't know what kind of what to make of that. I don't know, Lisa Kudrow's uh, pretty, uh, reckon, pretty unsettling. Do you reckon we could get this to be the top fucking search result for Jennifer Aniston topless? Uh, I think I, I think we could. With a, li- with a little bit of effort, um, which I might be prepared to put in, I think we can, we can realise that dream. Um, Damien, have you ever thought what, what would happen if Walt... Walt, Walt, Walt what would... Uh, uh, <laughs> Damien, what, what, why is this a thing? Did we ever say anything about Walton Goggins being a wallet? <laughs> <laughs> you would never put that in your fucking in your, in your fucking pocket, would you? That's no fucking way. Uh, and maybe I'd put it in my my man purse, but it's not going in a pocket. Oh fucking hellfire! Um, I mean, that is kind of a nightmare in and of itself. But what's really getting me um, is whatever the fuck that is in the fucking bottom right corner, because that is terrifying. Whatever that is. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> All right, we're, we're, we've got the Santa Claus, uh, Santa Claus Five. I assume this Santa Claus Five is is a, a bluey. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Oh my god! So it's Tim Allen with a wrench, and he looks like he's gonna f- mm, use that tool. Right. Yeah, there's definitely gonna be some banging um, in one regard. This one is simple but effective. I think this could actually be a, a, an official sign. Oh, I mean, definitely. That's. That, I mean, that would make an awesome T-shirt. Warning, Spacey. Yeah. If if anything, Max, you should you should put that on a T-shirt because I bet people would buy it. Yeah, that there's money to be had right there. I do like the cummy fingers. Yeah, is that what they are? I thought I thought maybe they were maybe they were showing that. Oh, the gloves are off. Hmm, Spacey, danger zone. Spacey's got his fingers out. Get out of here. Oh dear. Spacey's I mean, that's how I choose out. to interpret it. You know, I think that's yeah, as you say, simple but very effective. That's 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 magnificent. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Seriously, you should you should definitely put that on a t-shirt. Um, I'm I'm sure people would buy that. Um, my favorite from him is a really really simple one, uh, but it's it's Biggles punches a pederast. <laughs> 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 and the pederast in question is Kevin Spacey, <laughs> and the you know the the actual title is is really well done. It looks real. <laughs> yeah, 
if you didn't, if it weren't for the, you know, the Photoshop and Kevin Spacey, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd fucking I th- think that was snap real. that right up, yeah. Yeah, and this one I, th- I think is a, a work of actual genuinely good Photoshop. Because um, he's got the kind of filter just right on Ramsey's hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Biggles and the case of the store-bought pasta. And Gordon Ramsay, he, so Max has put it through some sort of filter. It looks like it's it's kind of a, an old sort of picture on an old novel. But his his finger is like an inch away from this dude's nose. Yeah, yeah I mean, he will be inside his face very quickly. Um, very good, and I'm sure th- I'm sure there's probably one or two I've missed. So, oh yeah, hang on. Yes, there are a couple I've missed. The- okay, I think I'm sorry. I'm still kind of reading from that store-bought pasta thing. I, the the title is fucking superb. I like the notion that store-bought pasta would inflame Ramsey so so much and so fucking quickly. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna kill a man now. Yeah, like no no, don't worry about the fucking rifle in that man's hand. All right, he's so- fucked. Next, we're going to go f- to Stephanopoulos. Um, St- when Stephanopoulos <laughs> runs, <laughs> but he's George oh, Stephanopoulos' head with the body of Johnny Five. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, the Bill and Ted one, is uh, the first thing Max sent me, and it's <laughs> William and Edward Caddish Cavaltations, and I guess they're in bombed-out Berlin. <laughs> Because <laughs> obviously they need to collect some Nazis for their history report. And if you look in the Nazis, there's a little, a little hidden Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Apart from the warning Spacey one and the Pederast one, um, I think this this is my favourite, but my ultimate favourite I'm going to send you right at the end. It's after this. <laughs> got the wig and everything. Yeah, they got that fucking bang on. Yeah, that's spot on. It's one of those phones full of sweets. Delicious. Excellent stuff. Oh yeah. They always always taste like talcum powder, don't they? They're sweets. But my favourite my favourite one is it's from the second episode we ever did. Uh so thank you for sending this to us again, Max. Um, you know, whatever, 18 weeks after, it really doesn't matter because this, I I couldn't stop laughing at this when he sent it to me. I thought this was hilarious. It's bottle shock, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that's that's fucking magnificent. It's ju- like, ooh, will, will Bruce Willis remember the face of the man who tried to kill him? Will he not? <laughs> who knows? That's fucking great stuff. That should be a film. It should be a film. Wonderful fucking cast there. A wonderful cast. That has to be the, the ensemble cast. Maybe the wife of Gruber could be Helen Mirren or something. Meryl Streep. Really get the 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 kind of cream of acting in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that that's it. That's that's everything. I think I'm I, I'm you know I may have missed one or two things. Uh, sorry if I have. Uh, if if anyone is still listening and you would like to send us uh, your fan art, whether it be brilliant or shit, um, I'll definitely look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect any recognition <laughs> or kudos or anything, but uh, yeah, you can physically do that and you have a computer. You have a computer and you, you know, you're listening to this, you have time. Uh, mm. Yeah, and, and we, well, we may put it here because uh, I certainly enjoy enjoy looking at it you mad people yeah i would say like yeah thank you very much for the uh for this stuff because it it's very special i mean this is going to uh, this alone will entertain me for months um it's absolutely fantastic stuff (laughs) and i mean that very sincerely um as nuts as it may be i do quite i love it quite a bit i mean i guess some people might not know what you look like if they want to draw you. If you if you want to find out what Damien looks like, go to the Boisterous Brothers. It's in a playlist on my channel. It's a podcast we did where we're on screen, you know, and we're not on screen now because we're not in the same room. I mean, we yes, are we're magic. in the same building, but we but can't. we just like to convolute things just for the sake of it. There's nothing simple with the two of us. Yeah, we're in two separate rooms. There's only one microphone. The microphone is next to two plastic Dixie cups. And those Dixie cups are attached to separate strings, leading, leading, you know, the quarter mile around the building to us. We just have to shout down these fucking strings. Yeah, it's it's why I have to laugh so loud, because um, otherwise I wouldn't really. Do you remember doing that at school? 
Like, oh, what? let's let's go outside Laughing. and what? Laughing. Did you say muffing? Laughing. Muffing. No. I definitely did, didn't do any muffing at school. The, the thing with the two... <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That wasn't until I was 27. <laughs> <laughs> That's ancient history, man. I don't give a fuck. Uh, getting two plastic cups and uh, attaching them with string. And you, I will you, have done that once in my life. You'd use them uh, down a telephone. I remember having, you know, having to do it. It was an exercise we had to do in year three or something, you know, to prove how fucking fantastic the world is or whatever. I, I bet if you did that to kids now, if you said, we're going to go outside, you hold this, you hold this, you can talk to each other, I bet the kids would be like, what the fuck is this shit? I'll just talk yeah. to them on my fucking iPhone 7, you bell end. Yeah. Also, stab, stab, stab. Give me your wallet, <laughs> bruv. <laughs> Burn! Yeah, this is Theresa May's Britain, you cunt. Yeah, I definitely remember doing like something like that. I probably, I, I imagine I would have done it in primary school, um, but I kind of feel like it would have been some kind of exercise in one of our science lessons much, much later on, like fucking seven or eight years down the fucking our line. Our A-level, our A-level physics Oh, lessons. I think so. I mean, I imagine, like, was it Mr. Ratcliffe or wherever it was, would have, maybe not Ratcliffe, um, but I feel like one of those... Can I just say, can I, can, I just, can I just stop you? You know that his name was Radcliffe, not Ratcliffe. But also, yes, Ratcliffe, yes, continue. Um... I think it was Mr. Cove, actually, but I feel like is that something that they would have easily used to demonstrate a principle, right? Kind of tongue-in-cheek, but nevertheless, we would have still made that fucking crap during our time. Like, late GCSEs or something like that, you know? There was a lot like of colouring in school, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. I always loved uh, our music lessons because 80% of the time, the music teacher wouldn't be there, so we'd have a substitute, and what we would do is we'd get a sheet... La- that was laminated with some information about, I, th- I seem to remember one about Fender Stratocaster. We'd write it out verbatim and then answer like eight questions at the end of it. And that was, that was a lesson. I remember it was uh, all in complete silence, essentially. Um, so it's different in every school in Britain anyway, and I'm sure this is very different to other countries, but we had to do tech, which would change every eight weeks, I seem to remember. You know, so one week you'd or one one half term you'd be doing metalwork, and then the next you'd be doing sewing. And I, I seem to remember when I was doing sewing, I'd broken my arm, so I couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> so um, the woman just gave me... The woman, the, t- the teacher, if you could call her such a thing, the sewing teacher, gave me a sheet, and she said, oh, just do the sheet then. And it was a sheet where, yeah, it was one of these fucking stupid worksheets where it tells you the answer you just got to write in full sentences. And I started doing it, and she said, no, no, don't write on the sheet. You can't write on the sheet. You have to write the question out in your workbook. Like these sirens drop down from the fucking ceiling. <laughs> don't. So I, I spent, you know, for, for at least four weeks writing the questions, just copying the questions, because they were all like three, you know, mm-hmm. questions that were three sentences long, these long convoluted questions do you, do you know i could have fucking i mean i wouldn't have done but i could have learned a foreign language in that time hmm. what a waste of time you, you, i think there's a there's a real debate about whether it's it's right to send your kids to private school or right right to send kids to private school because you're giving them an unfair advantage but do you know what i fucking would yeah i would say so because yeah, i think sta- a lot of the stuff state I school is a fucking at. waste of time yeah it's absolute fucking garbage yeah, it is. And we went to a good school. And it was and a lot of it was, and it was just, still garbage. It was still garbage. A lot of it was just like us twiddling our, th- our thumbs. Music. Oh, ba- basically, yeah, I- music was like, here are 15 pianos. You'll have to get it in pairs. And basically, 30 minutes of this will be you listening to the other person you're paired with bang on the keyboard like you're an orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to play Chopsticks, and then maybe someone's going to play Peaches by the Stranglers, if, but that's, that's it. If somebody plays Chopsticks, that is the fucking best thing you're going to hear today, because most of it is just going to be like, all right, this setting makes everything sound like a machine gun. This set- setting makes everything sound like a helicopter. Let's just check every key. Yep, machine gun, machine gun, machine yeah, gun. It doesn't even change in tone or anything. Well, I think... I- don't remember those lessons too well, but I think you were maybe given a little bit of sheet music and like something small to kind of like practice or something like that. But I don't know. These these we had these cheap fucking keyboards and they never had any. They didn't have headphones. I don't seem to remember, or did they? I can't remember. But I, I th- just remember I it being did. this. Fu- I think it depends. It depends on the class because I I went to a different school before you and they didn't have 
they didn't have. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where they would definitely have been in short supply after you know, like halfway through the term. You're like, well, you'd have a full. After Dale but... sat on one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that uh, you know. Loads of people have been lifting those fucking things. They weren't the best headphones in the world, but it was something to nick, you know. Fuck, I why did I never consider that? I was all about soldering irons. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like it was like fucking porridge. It was like you you meet you meet at break and it'd be like, all right, what did you have for uh, what did you have for first period? Oh, I had uh, I had woodwork. Great. What did you What did you get? I got myself a set square. You know, this. <laughs> like, you never need it. You'd never need it. And if you wanted one, you could buy one for like a quid. But it, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like prison. It's like I'll I'll fucking steal anything that isn't. Oh yeah, I down. Remember, at like the beginning of the terms, where they'd have like you know, well we've got like these delightful study packets that you can buy from the school. And they give, you know, they give out like samples, right? Oh, and just leave that. them in the class. And they'd just be like pencil cases and stuff like that. And oh, right. The full complement of everything that you'd fucking need. By the end of the lesson, it's all fucking gone. And they're just like, what's happened here? It's like, what did you fucking expect? It's all gone. If it's not <laughs> nicked, it's been, it's been smashed to fucking pieces. Well, that, that's the thing, because I remember our people would nick a lot of stuff. And it was never to nick it. It was always to like throw it at <laughs> people. Just, yeah, like, uh, like, who's got a lighter? Who's got a lighter? We're just going to melt something. Oh, I remember Dave. Do you remember da- David? Reds and greens. Reds and greens. He must have had about five homework diaries because I would constantly steal them and burn them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just the idea of something called a homework diary makes my fucking skin crawl. A homework diary that I would sign myself and someone would come and check and it'd be like, yep, yeah, my mum looked at this. My mum didn't give a fucking shit. You know, just because my mum looks at the homework diary doesn't mean I did the homework. So why would I waste her time? How dare you make my mum look at this stuff? How dare you waste her time? Fuck off. Yeah. Um, well, what I was going to say is my, my regret about school is honestly... Turning I'm, up. Yes, honestly, it's, it's turning up. I, I, I had to travel in on, on a bus, so it took me 45 minutes. So it's not like I could really miss a period or anything. Miss mm-hmm. a period. Oh, Oh, and that brings us back to James <laughs> <laughs> No, it doesn't. We're going to power through and talk about school for another 40 minutes. <laughs> no, I, I really do regret going a lot of the time. Um, I, I'm, I'm not saying I regret doing my A-levels or anything. I just, I just regret going to all those bullshit lessons, going to tutor period and stuff. Fuck off. And, and at any time, it was a recap. You know, I a, a recap lesson. Was probably was like the welcome relief because I don't remember there ever being really much in the way of recaps. I oh, just but it was it was on a Monday morning and I was always fucking hungover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I, well, I wanted to go back and, and talk about stuff we we stole to throw at people, but I can't remember any particular examples. Um, I seem to remember that uh, in photography we had to make a camera obscura. And I put I put wings on mine and painted red baron <laughs> on the side and launched it onto the onto the onto the roof of the building and I bet I bet remnants of it are still there. Uh, you we had to draw like fucking portraits of like the person sitting next to us. Oh, in an oh, art I don't remember class that. Class. I bet that was an abomination. Oh dear! And like was it literally, dick uh, for the nose. No, it was no. I remember what because uh, we uh, naturally, you know, we had to draw each other, right? Um, and like you didn't bother at all. You, you had like the, maybe the outline of my head, and then it just had this mangled face. It's like <laughs> this is what happens when you are uh, so, like, don't drink and uh, don't drink and drive like panda cars, you fucking bastards. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, David, check this out. I'm wait, really wait, wait, really wait. really pleased. I don't understand. What did I write? I don't know. It's like don't drink. Don't, um, don't drink and drive like panda cars. You fucking no, best. No, no, no. Don't drink. Don't drink and drive panda cars or something like that. I don't remember. All I remember was something about drinking panda cars, whatever that is, and you fucking bastard. <laughs> we did and it was, dr- it was drawn shit. like a sort of some kind of. It was like a sort of warning poster, right? And it's like you tend to be like, yeah, yeah. This is really, really funny. And then we laugh and we laugh and we laugh. And it's like, all right, start bringing them up to the front. We're gonna we're gonna mark them. <laughs> so everyone else has drawn these regular pictures, <laughs> and you have to hand this fucking thing over. <laughs> I remember. Okay, uh, all right. I don't remember that, but I do remember in. Um, I do remember in biology, but we were fifteen. We were fifteen, and one of the one of the lessons was draw a poster alerting people to tooth decay. 
So I, I drew a massive tooth as Lord Kitchener with the caption, <laughs> brush your teeth, you bastards. <laughs> and, and, and the teacher got it up and was like, how, you know, what would your mum say? And I was like, my mum would want to know why I was drawing pictures in your lesson under your supervision. My mum, yeah. you know, what? Why are we doing this? Terrible fucking it, stuff. Looking back on it, I mean, it was a good school and a lot of the stuff was so shameful. Oh gosh, yeah, fuck yeah! It was it was absolutely atrocious. Um, I mean, I never realised at the time because I guess I had no context. But like all the textbooks that we had were absolutely fucking ridiculously out of date. Ridiculously out of date. Right. A I'm lot not. Of that stuff. I'm not just saying this. Right. I I'm I'm not just saying this. But I watched a video in history where it it, it was in black and white, and it was introduced by a guy sat behind a desk who said Suez has been in the national consciousness for some time now. Like it happened five years ago. <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah, but go on. Um, I, I, oh I, no, I had um, a German textbook as well, and one of the examples uh, of introducing yourself was like, "Hello, my name is Max, or whatever. Uh, I'm 15 years old, and I come from West Germany." Oh dear! I remember, like, for our photography lessons, I, I got one of the. The lo- loner cameras there, and uh, something that they had kind of knocking around. And I swear to God, I, you know, whether you put it in the film or you flip open the fl- flap, um, it was a little, it was embossed, but it says there, "Made in the USSR." Yeah, and uh, our friend got his uh, his his semi-digital camera when digital hadn't really established itself. So he had a digital camera, but it still had a film in it. Mm-hmm. It was just you could select which. Um, which photograph to print onto the roll of film in the camera. Right. You know, something that is completely redundant now. I'm sure you couldn't find those, but it must have cost his dad about a grand. Yeah, was, I, yeah I feel like it was like, yeah, nine, 900 quid a grand or something like that. It was ridiculous. And like, I do remember, like, because he, he came in like so proud of it. And I seem to remember our, our teacher, um, he was like, yeah, it's all very well and good, but you know, the, the, the way the technology will progress, this will be almost valueless um, within a couple of years. You understand that, right? Is that what he like, said? Oh. That's that's pretty pretty upfront of him. Yeah, I I I, I I'm not re- remembering exactly what it was, but it was something very akin to that. I don't know if it was kind of like spite because the guy actually had the most advanced camera in the room. It was actually pretty nice, but it was, <laughs> I well, mean, it is accurate. I mean, the, the, well, that thing will be almost useless now and what you buy now but, is but, 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 a but fraction I think of that the, price. The, cru- the critical thing we're, we're missing when we say it's it was spite, maybe, was he had the most advanced camera in the room and he was not interested in photography at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He failed his photography exam. I think he got a U in it, which is ungraded. Because he didn't do it. Yeah, do you yeah, yeah no, I remember because um, after you had all the photography exams and what have you, you had um, like a sort of grace period after that where everyone would be in the room. Mounting it was cons- work. Yeah, mounting it. Yeah, I think it was considered part of the mounting. examination so or something get, like you that. You get your leg up. You, then you've got to lead with your anus, Damien, if you're going to mount <laughs> it. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I he was in a different photography group. I would sit in on those lessons because I think I switched one of my art lessons. So I would be in there by myself in the same room yeah. and I watched it happen. So everyone else is kind of like chuntering along for a couple of hours. It's, it was like all day or at least, you know, the morning. Yeah, there's plenty of time. And this guy, you know, he's just absolutely fucking around. He approaches me after like the 90 minute mark saying like, D- Damien, I've got fucking nothing. Like with a big smile on his face, but also like quickly followed by "What do I do?" and then panic washes over. I and don't. Then... I don't understand. Yes, he spent he spent the whole afternoon developing um, developing photographs that were just of like the ends of negatives. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fucking dirge. There was some terrible stuff in uh, uh, stuff in those fucking lessons. I do remember some of. Ah, oh, the um, one of the art exams, and there was this girl. I can't remember quite what the brief was, um, but she made this giant kind of like papier mâché, like maquette of a of a seal, and it was something out of fucking Hellraiser. I mean, it was supposed to be cute, but it looked like this thing was inside out, <laughs> screaming in fucking pain. And every, the thing is, like, when you're doing stuff like that, the, te- the teacher that she had was quite was was very gentle and quite. Um, 
I show as liberal for lack of a better term. Mm. Um, and she was like, yeah, this is this is great. And like the people around her was like, yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. But I'm looking at this thing from the other end of the room and it's just piercing my fucking soul. It's <laughs> this thing is an absolute fucking agony. All I could hear was it begging to be put out of its fucking misery. Absolute fucking, absolutely fucking terrible. There must be a vault somewhere that is just full of children's drawings because they are windows into nightmares, aren't they? Well, it doesn't have to be children, as we've <laughs> as we've found earlier this episode. You know, <laughs> they yeah, could be fully formed but, adults. But there's some there's something with children's drawings that, and they have like a naivety mm-hmm. um, about them, which you know, all the stuff we saw today, you know, they're deliberately weird. Yeah. Um, Whereas with children's drawings, they often are unintentionally weird, or that they're they're weird where the kid has tried to draw something that is weird, but they don't really understand why it's weird, right? Okay, and things like that, and stuff like that is 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 fascinating. Yeah, I would say so. I think somewhere in in my old house, uh, there's going to be a Christmas card that I made for my dad when I was maybe like five years old, and I just drew drew this really remedial kind of uh drawing uh of, of a snowman just like in i think maybe like byro or something like that and it's just supposed to be like a quite quaint merry christmas thing. and i haven't seen it in a long time but i remember when my dad showed me not you know a few years back it was he, he kept it for, for a very specific reason because he says it's one of the most psychotic <laughs> fucking things he's ever seen in his whole fucking life and i agreed with him i um i i I could never recreate like something anywhere near as kind of aggressive or fucking bizarre as that. You've and got all to dig I, it out now. I, I, I'll I'll try to. Um, I'll see if I can't find that. But all it was was it was just a sp- it was a smiling snowman. But it's the most fucking insane thing I've ever seen. I've ever fucking made. Yeah, snowmen are are quite weird, aren't they? They're, you know, they're not they're only here for a while, but they never really go away. They just become water in the ground. Soon they become vapour and then they're inside your lungs. That's what someone should make a film about. It should be a film. This is what James Bond with a woman should be. It should be the baddie is a snowman, all creepy. But then when spring comes, it melts. But the, but the, the groundwater is still the snowman, still evil. Right, okay. I've never seen that. I've never, I've, never seen, I've never seen a film where, you know, like the baddie is natural gas. Or something. <laughs> it's completely invisible. Completely and invisible. All Pretty benign. Completely conquering. People just drop dead. And they never actually understand what the uh, the antagonist actually is. Uh, okay, so uh, do you want to talk about James Bond now? I feel like we, we, we're obliged to, at the very least. I, I, I don't want to say I want to. 43 minutes in. Well, at the beginning, maybe I'll say something like, if you want to hear us don't. talk about James Bond, skip to Please 35 skip minutes. <laughs> and you'll still be disappointed. You'll still be disappointed because it won't, won't be going on until 40 minutes. Um, James Bond as a woman, I, I, I've heard this floated a few times. I guess before we talk about James Bond, maybe as a woman, we should talk about Doctor Who, who is definitely a woman now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know you're a huge Doctor Who fan, um, and I know that your your favourite Doctor Who is Kevin Scarf. Uh, Damien, why do you hate women as Doctor Who? Women as Doctor Who. Why why did you hate that episode where four women were Doctor Who in a trench coat? <laughs> so four four very tiny women, or just one massive Doctor Who? Damien, you fucking misogynist. <laughs> they may be tiny, but they've got big hearts and very big brains. I'm so glad you said brains. Oh, yeah, no, they've got tiny breasts. That wouldn't work. Yeah, no, that's, that's why I, I, I myself, Damien, don't give the episode any credence. There was, no, there was no whacking material yeah. to be found. And one of them has massive knackers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, juvenile, but it works. Do you, do you give a flying fuck about Doctor Who being a woman? No, not at all. No. Um, do you think that it's? Mm, do you think it's forced upon us? I, I think a charge against the whole Doctor Who thing was its political correctness, but I'm not sure it is. So uh, they were saying that Doctor Who was politically incorrect because I, no, I, no one was saying that, but people were saying Doctor Who has become a woman because the BBC wants to be politically correct and they want to have. The, a woman, oh, okay. a woman in a role that's only ever been played by a man, 
Um, and I kind of I agree that I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think that making someone into a woman to be politically correct is a good thing. But I think making them a woman because it works or because she's a good actress and she fits into the role, I don't see a problem with that. I, and I guess that's that's my opinion on James Bond. I mean, or anything. I, I mean, yeah, but know, unfortunately, it's one of those things that people kind of you know recontextualized. Um, as they as they see fit to cut, you know for, for whatever their argument's going to be. Um, well, that's one, I don't, it's one of the yes. things that I don't think anyone's going to kind of judge the performance objectively because of that. Somewhat, yeah, right. somewhat, it's a potential shame, um, really. But I mean, Doctor Who's not a great example because I myself am not a fan and I'm not really going to be checking that out. Um, no, well, well, Ghostbusters 2016, you know, is is the example everyone goes to, and I think that that what they did wrong was they they said well we want to you know we want to be progressive i mean i I'm, i assume they said this i don't think i i mean to me and i've looked through those emails where pe- they talk about feminism and stuff but i think it's way more cynical than that i think ghostbusters was all about oh, if we make them women that'll get attention and and you know that'll stir something up and you know people you know the huffington post will write about how progressive we are and i think it was all about marketing um as most of these things are but but the you know in terms of kind of like let's be progressive, the mistake they made with with Ghostbusters and I think the mistake that people really don't like is they sat down and they said we're going to make the Ghostbusters women. Whereas if they'd actually been progressive, if they'd actually been fair-minded, they'd have said we're going to cast four actors, whether they be mm-hmm. men or women, you know, or, or black or white. We don't you know we're not going to actually write that into the character. We're just going to see actors and see what works. Well, what if they came out and they said, oh, we, we cast a woman, but it's only because no men wanted it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they could, they could, they could try pulling, pulling that one, but I don't think anyone's going to fucking believe it. Haven't the last three male doctors all, all been like, it is a dream. It is a dream to be Doctor Who. I have imagined doing this since I was a kid, uh, but I, I hate doing it. I'm only going to do a season. <laughs> I, mean, I know that's a, obviously an exaggeration, but it wasn't Peter Capaldi like, wasn't he, oh, he's going to be the Doctor. He's going to be the Doctor for this generation. He loves Doctor Who. He's a true fan. He's not just an actor doing it. He's a true fan, and he did it for two years. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, the thing is that, I, I mean, I pay so little attention to yeah, stuff okay, like that. Right. It feels like uh, Peter Capaldi just became the... Uh, the Doctor, yeah. The Doctor, yeah. Cause I, I've, I've never, seen, I've never seen an episode of Doctor I think I'll, I... Th- I, I've seen one. I think my my girlfriend watches it every now and again, and I've I've caught bits of it. Um, and uh, I mean, there's definitely a reason I don't I don't watch it. But it's one of those things that they kind of announced the Christmas special where they're going to do the regeneration bit and you know introduce Peter Capaldi. And I feel like that was like a matter of months ago. I didn't other than only recently when they had, there was this furore about um, recasting as a woman. Did I realize mm. that they they're retiring him? But it just felt like that he had barely a season's run, really. Well, okay. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he left of his own volition, right? And mm-hmm. and I think that the the mistake they've made with the 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 new Doctor Who's from Eccleston to Tennant to Capaldi, uh, and probably with this new person as well. Uh, and I'm not saying this to be spiteful. I think that the mistake they've made is they've they've cast proper actors, like Eccleston, Tennant, and Capaldi. They have careers. They mm-hmm. can they can go off and do other things. Uh, and, you know, all of them, they're not just people who are like, oh, I'm so fucking lucky to be in Doctor Who. They've all, they've all got options, you know. They can, they can really do whatever they want. If, if fucking Christopher Eccleston says, I just want to do stage for a couple of years, he can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I don't, I don't really think that people who played it before had quite that, that much clout. They weren't they weren't these established people in the same way, um, you know. And and obviously Doctor Who isn't James Bond. James, you know, um, Daniel Radcliffe or whatever his name is, <laughs> in, in Full yeah. Spectrum Warrior, he got paid uh, he got paid something like thirty nine million dollars for the last James Bond. Right. Okay. You know, it's not the same, is it? No, it's not the same. I could completely see why you know if you were James Bond, you'd want to stay in that role for as long as you could. I suppose so, but what, um, Daniel Craig's fucking what retiring from it now. He's done it for what? It feels like, even though it was what three or four movies. He's doing. Like, he's four? doing one, one more. 
Is it one more? Mm-hmm, oh, right, more, okay. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought you'd already kind of stepped away from the role. Well, maybe I should look uh, that up. I don't fucking know. No, I heard, no preparation. Because um, I heard that, you know, well, well, I don't think that, that they were talking about it, but I think a lot of people were kind of hoping for Idris Elba and, you know, the, the kind of furore involved with, you know, uh, James Bond now being black. And it's like, well, that's not what, you know, it's not what the original material says, but, you know. And, all, and well, yeah. And, you know, the conflict therein, really. I'm just looking. Uh, apparently, he was rumoured to be have, to have been paid $65 million for Spectre. So not £39 million, pounds, £48 million. Right, okay. Wow. I wonder, I wonder what would happen if you said to him, no, we'll give you 20 Like, <laughs> once you're offering someone that much money, I mean, what, what is the difference? Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand what those negotiations must be like. Um, but I guess you know it's not the first time that he will have you know, had that much money put in front of him. So I guess you get kind of blasé about it and you kind of start throwing it around. Because if someone obviously put that in front of me, I'd start foaming at the mouth and probably just kind of drop to the floor for a few minutes. Um, because that's that's you know that thinking that of all the pachinko I... machines you could buy. <laughs> and how I can gussy them up and go to the movies. The f- first film Roger Moore was in, he got paid. The uh, first Bond film he was in, he got paid one hundred eighty thousand pounds. I think that was That's... the spy who shagged me. <laughs> <laughs> he he um. Obviously, you know, exchange rates are different, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you know, past and things like that. Blah, 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 blah. Actually, it was actually several trillion dollars. <laughs> yes, he actually owns. Uh, a large part of the southern hemisphere. It's all ocean, but still, yes. it makes a lot, lot of money from controlling the shipping lanes. He's a pirate well, now. Yeah, well, he was anyway. But what people don't know that, in fact, that you know, after uh, after his death, Roger Moore had in his will that he would actually be be buried gold plated. He would be gold plated. Mm. Of course. Also, all they do is bury a gold statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he wanted all of his money to go go down with him. Well, what if Austin Powers was a woman? <laughs> um, well, well, who cares? I, I imagine it's the resounding answer there. Well, they, that's the answer to every every podcast with a question, isn't it? <laughs> that we've done. <laughs> Don't tune in next week. I think we should just just kind of you know completely dissolve the pretense of this shit and just do ju- just talk about anything. Just talk about color, the color of my floorboards. Well, I, don't, I, I think we should just set up, you know, the, the Skype so that it records automatically so you can just be an entirely candid phone call. Um, and we can just get, you know, just just whinge about, I'll whinge about my job for, you know, like 20 minutes. And uh, so, oh, all right, so oh, female James Bond. So who, would, who would, she, would she bang loads of guys? Hmm. Or would she be a lesbian? What, it's hmm. just James Bond. I feel like, I feel James like Bond that James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, so fucking right. loads of dudes at the arse. With uh, yeah, all right. So we've got a woman playing Bond, but she's got like quite a lot of like really kind of psychosexual idiosyncrasy, idiosyncrasies, like damage along with it. It's not just that she will use a strap on, but she always wears it. And so she's in that you know, she, but it's, it's a massive fucking like black mamba type thing. And when she's you know, I don't know a what say will. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Where did you get yours from? Do you have insurance on it? <laughs> mm. uh, I want to say it's something that's almost visible, like whenever she's on screen. Like it can be, it can be masked by clothes and what have you, but you can very clearly see the outline to the point that you can all, almost see like the finer details of the shaft. Right. Okay. So she's wearing very tight, very thin trousers. Right. Well, yes. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. It so could just be a really, really, really massive strap on. Yeah, but it's under the trousers, right? Or she's just wearing it all the time. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying it's so fucking massive that even with loose trousers. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, now that you said that, I'm thinking Hillary Clinton could do it. I was thinking Sue Perkins, actually. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I see her more of more of a sort of cue. Oh dear. Yeah, hmm. I know in the la- in the last one there was this whole thing about um, uh, ooh, James Bond has a kind of gay moment, and oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And, and you know what? I I guess I'm kind of appalled that anyone thinks that that is notable. 
Just, <laughs> so what? Honestly. No, they're talking about the uncut version if you buy the uh, the Blu-ray steelbook. And it's just Daniel Craig and Javier Bardem and they are just fucking going at it bareback. It is uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... They, they oh, unless you're sex. into that thing, of course, you know. It's, uh, you know. it's far be it for me to say. But it's there, you know. They, they show it and they don't sugarcoat it. They get right up in there. You know, you get that proper right, that, that proper porn angle where you just see like balls slapping against the cheeks. You know, it's <laughs> Tell you me don't more, even see the actors. I mean, you, I mean, they were really proud of it because you know they they said that we didn't use body doubles, but it kind of feels a little bit kind of redundant to say that because you never actually see the actors' faces. faces. It could have <laughs> just been a clip from porn. By all means, it would have saved the studio a lot of a lot of money. But you know, they they were they were adamant. It was it was just a question of integrity, uh, and you got to kind of respect that, I guess. Well, um, I think that th- there are two eras of Bond, right? There's the kind of you know fun fun wacky era. I mean, maybe there's more really, but I see it as kind of the fun wacky era. And you can argue that Sean Connery's was a bit more serious than Roger Moore's, blah blah blah. But after the Bourne Identity came out. The people making Bond shit their pants and thought, we are so fucking old-fashioned and out of date, we'll just copy the Bourne identity. Right? So they made it kind of super action-y and everything. I think that, and I think that, that, you know, it'll keep like that, but I'd love to see James Bond played by a woman where it's just, it's just a woman making quips and laughing at, laughing at men's small dicks. And stuff. <laughs> she she gets them in bed, and 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 the, her whole fucking strategy to get information out of them isn't to bed them. It's, it's to get just to it, completely emasculate it's them. To, yeah, absolutely humiliate them. Take a few photos and be like, right, where are the where are the jewels or whatever she's doing. There's like an obligatory scene in like future bonds in this kind of leg of the fr- franchise where there's some dude and he's on the bed with handcuffs and she's just marching these people into the hotel room just to look at his dick. It's it, or they they do it. They're like, oh, the action thing's played out now, and we can't go back to the, we can't go back to the the thing where it's you know Roger Moore in a car doing corkscrews over canals or whatever. It it we've got to do hyper realistic. So all they do, all it is is it's Bond. It's irrelevant if it's a man or a woman. It's just she goes to somebody else's country. She she's in the top floor of some hotel, or she's in an embassy, or she's in an office where everybody in that fucking country's intelligence organizations knows exactly what she's doing. It doesn't matter because she's an officer. She's a commander in the navy. Everyone knows that she's a a, a British intelligence asset. All she does is recruit locals, pays them a fucking pittance, and they risk their lives to pass on information, just like in real life. That's what would happen. She doesn't do anything. She just sits in a fucking office. She knows she's bugged. You know, she knows she's watched. She's under surveillance constantly. Doesn't matter. She's there to do a job. She all all fucking James Bond would ever do is run other people. Mm. Yeah, so you know, it, it sounds pretty good. You keep, there'd be a lot of downtime in something like that. So you've got this person that kind of kind of gads gads about the uh, town a little bit, gets laid. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like an enjoyable movie. The whole story is um, she she's in somewhere. She's in Jordan. And there's a, a younger, uh, swarthy man who seduces her, and you're like, "Oh, what are you doing? You're putting you're putting everything at risk." And then you realise at the end, actually, she's never been interested in him. She's she might not even be straight. It, it's irrelevant. She's just been playing him. You know, she <laughs> she's just been feeding him loads of loads of information. And at the end, it's it's some poor bastard on their side rather than some poor bastard on her side that gets slotted. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the end of the movie, just this, lo- this fantastic montage of just bullets being put into people's heads. It's, it, it's like 17 people die, and at the end, someone says, this has given us a 0.3% advantage. But it's, you know, that, that, that is quantifiable, yeah. It is, yeah. No, it's definitely quantifiable. Yeah, we've got loads of other people doing this exact same thing across the world. So, you know, thanks. She returns to London, you know, a nice... Nice apartment there, waiting. She gets back to her life, phases straight in. You know, there's, there's, there's the seemingly no signs of wear with any of this. Uh, with no regret. Yeah, but she hasn't killed anyone or anything. She's, she, uh, yeah, she's trained in. in not small, directly, small arms of and course. Stuff. No, not directly, but yeah, she's responsible for ruining a lot of lives. There's a lot of people in some horrible, horrible third world jail because of her who've got caught. So we're we still saying Hillary Clinton for this. I was going to say Clinton. Oh fucking hell. Um, or Chelsea Manning, maybe. 
I'll see. Okay. So we're not going to go with Mel and Sue. That's a, that's a, that's definitely not on. James Bond is played by two women. I'm James, <laughs> and I'm Bond. I just wanted that, that. This is the movie they choose to bury the franchise with. And that's Wait, if, burn James Bond alive. If James Bond's a woman, is is she going to be called James Bond? I feel like James is one of those names that's kind of you know in very bizarre circumstances is technically unisex. You'd probably get away with it. Or it'd be Jamie, Jamie Bond. Jamie Bond, oh. I was thinking about that, yeah. I, yes, which kind of lends it to a younger woman. And what I was going to say was, I would have so much respect for the world if if the studio just just said, fuck it, we're going to have a minger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you go, 50 million budget. Because you know, you know if, they do, if they ever do it, it's going to be you know, an attractive lady. And I don't think there's as much onus on getting an attractive man. I mean, I think there is a bit, you know. I, you know, they couldn't have had, I, they wouldn't have had Steve Buscemi as Bond, would they? I suppose not. But I think I would love to see him in that role. I, well, yeah, I think he'd be great. I don't, I'm not, I, I don't want to kind of harp on about how Bond isn't realistic. I don't think that's really the point. But it, it's more the point now than it has been. And I, I don't know. I kind of liked Bond a bit more when it was a bit more wacky. Yeah. Oh, hello there, I'm Dick Aplenty. Oh, I must be dreaming. I'm a woman and I love cock. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's, that's good. That's yeah. what it fucking should be. It should, it should be a woman. It, all it is is a woman in, so, in some other country, you know, I don't know, protect, you know, trying to stop Blowfinger from getting some gold or some <laughs> shit, and she just fucking has sex with loads of dudes. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's necessary. You know, I think if if we get to 2,118 and there's still not being a woman James Bond, I I don't think it's a problem. It's weird to think that, you know, that something like that would still be going on in 100 years. Right, yeah. I mean, listen, they they did spy where a woman is kind of important in that. But I I think they should just do... Some, something like a bit more of a modern Austin Powers with a woman as a lead and make it actual, actually funny and make it not about her being a woman. It's just kind of incidental, if you want. I think that would work. <laughs> Use it, I, I, I think, think if she went around... It, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, Look, especially now it takes itself a bit more seriously. Maybe at the end of, of Daniel Craig's run, it's like, well, thank you... You know, obviously, you've been the rough bond, so you can go back into storage. So then he goes into this room, and there's all these like cryo tubes, and there's all these all the previous bonds are in the cryo tubes. He gets into his, and then whoever's in charge goes, okay, what do we want next? Do we want Missy Bond? We could really go for it and get out War Bond. Mm, not sure about him. <laughs> Sorry, War Bond. War Bond. Richie Bond. He's played by Macaulay Culkin. Mm, well, George said he wanted a minger. Um. All right, we got me Bond, skateboarding Bond, <laughs> uh, dog Bond. We could have a dog Bond. That's played. <laughs> Will Ferrell does his voice. Excellent. It's obviously, stuff. obviously a very tight knit poodle. Mm. You could always have the Lego Bond movie as well. That you know, Lego Bond. That's it. But yeah. but female Lego Bond. No yeah. no 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 that's no. It's, it's, a, it's androgynous. It's all text to speech. <laughs> they just, you know, they get one of those Lego figures with no hair or you know, no discerning features. It's just that plain face. It's just that plain face and and kind of this weird sort of weird connecting top. <laughs> My God, Bon, what is the hole in your head for? <laughs> it's for putting a hat on. It's for cockalot. I'm sorry, what? It's for cockalot. Yeah. What it's was it? Oh, your cockatoo has evolved into a cockalot. <laughs> oh yes. What? Well, sorry. What, what were we gonna say? Why did you say cockalot? The, the, the dude in your like hypothetical no, Bond D- movie. Dicker plenty. Dicker plenty. Oh, not cockalot. <laughs> you can see what I was going for. I meant to say Dicker plenty. <laughs> Fucking. Hell, when's the last time you saw a Bond? I I haven't I, I haven't seen a James Bond in about fifteen years. I'm not ten. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. I love a bit of Bond. Is that is that <laughs> is that enough? Please don't unsubscribe. I like, oh, is that I like <laughs> Bond. <laughs> right. Okay. So you're kind of you're doing a bit of damage control. Oh, yeah. Zikra. Yeah. But it's not not immature garbage masquerading as something mature at all. 
No, no, okay. How about um, Bond is passable? How about that? It's neither here nor there. We, we both know that isn't true. Yes, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the movies. And in the world of Neil Buchanan, who is uh, Tim Allen, who is Bond, ta for now. Fucking let's get the head from Art Attack to do Bond. Yeah. Hello, it's me, Bond. Oh no, I'm I'm uh, I'm a British businessman in a casino. And he melts down. Brains, <laughs> yeah, head explodes. Brains everywhere. Fuck. Very please. short leg of the franchise. <laughs> All right, ta <laughs> <laughs> To conclude this episode, I wanted to include a poem read by David Charlesworth, who you can follow on Twitter at Lenny Lasher. It's nothing to do with me. I just thought it was fun. Enjoy. Oh, hi. I didn't see you coming. I'd like to read a poem for National Poetry Day. This is called The Tiger. It's by a child called Nail, who is six years old. The Tiger. He destroyed his cage. Yes. Yes. The Tiger is out. Thank you for stopping by.